everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today. We are here to talk about the fall harvest season coming before us in all of its confusion <laughs> today. Uh, but it's very exciting. I'm Rachel and Caroline is here. Hey. Yes. And we have a very special guest to help us through this madness. It's very exciting. We have Brand from Deck the Hallmark is here. Oh my goodness. What a, what a uh, collision of worlds, right? <laughs> I know. This is so, so exciting. Good. So excited. We feel like we have a Hallmark podcasting celebrity here with us. This is so cool. Well, um, I would never say that. And it's very sweet for you to say that. <laughs> but uh, I feel like I am in the, 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 the company of celebrities myself. So well, what a joy. This is fun because I, I thought, well, we could have all of the bo- the boys on, but we don't need that. We don't need Grumpy Dan to have We don't need anymore. the negative energy. No. There's already, <laughs> listen, let's be honest. There's already enough negative energy right now at the fall harvest. We don't need any more. That's right. And so this was, I was like, let's just have Bran on. Let's give him the spotlight. He's the one who loves these movies. This is so exciting. <laughs> yes, yes. And I will say, Dan's just misunderstood, you know? Okay. He, he is, he's a very positive person, <laughs> except when it comes to Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah. So he wouldn't be helpful here, but he's helpful in every er- other area of life. Very good. So I have to ask, <laughs> so you, we like to have people we interview introduce yourself, but, but also, so you started this podcast, and I figure you must be the nicest person in the world, because oh, wow. I could barely get anybody in my family to to watch any of these movies let alone join me for a podcast i did get my my dad to come on one of the mystery recaps which was very oh, exciting that. yeah uh, but uh, yeah, i mean i i i would never be able to get anybody in my life that doesn't like these movies to come on a podcast so they must really like you. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, we, we worked at a school together, the three of us, that's how we met. And uh, we just became really close friends and uh, had a lot of fun with each other. Felt like we could riff really well, joke around and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and me and Panda, we both left uh, the education world and kind of went our separate ways. And we still wanted to, to have a way to hang out and to, to have fun. Um, and that got increasingly difficult once kids kind of got involved. Uh-huh. And so I had a kid and uh, uh, Dan had some foster kids that he was adopting and Panda was getting ready to have a kid. And so we we're just trying to figure out how can we kind of do this thing. And so uh, we've always kind of dabbled with the idea of a podcast and uh-huh. Um, for some, for some reason, this is the one that stuck. I told him, uh, I, I, I mean, I maybe lied a little bit. I was like, Hey, we should watch Hallmark Christmas movies. It's probably going to be like, you know, like 20 or something. Um, okay, we can do that. Um, and so we just kind of, we started, uh, last July just to kind of, um, get a little bit of traction before the holiday season. Uh And then they announced there was going to be 34 and then 36 and 38 and (laughs) you know how it goes. And so, uh, I think they still like there's there, they love me, but they also hate me. And so in terms of that, they're still, they're still really great friends though. So, Uh yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, I can understand because, you know, I'm uh, working at least to become a, a full-time film critic. That's my dream. Yeah. And I, you know, I am on Rotten Tomatoes and I have my whole other, I love animation is my first love and I love Disney. And, yeah. and uh, so I have my whole other channel with that. 
and, uh, and, you know, working to build my portfolio of reviews and, and I would never have thought in a million years that it would be the Hallmark part of, which was just kind of a, I don't say guilty pleasure because I don't have any guilt in it, but it was more just sort of the silly thing that I liked, uh, that, that would be the one that would kind of take off. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is really funny. You know, I, one of the reasons we, we landed on the Hallmark thing, obviously I really do love them. It's not a, an act. Um, but I, I knew that there was this like just crazed fan base around mm-hmm. it and there was no, uh, guys doing kind of the, the side of it. And I knew that there are a handful of guys that watch them or they're either watching yeah. them willingly or ironically <laughs> or ups, upset with their wives or whatever. Um, and so I knew there was a little bit of a, a base that wasn't tapped yet. Um, and so we, we, we landed on it and we ran with it. And so it's, it's worked out and the, the Hallmark, the Hallmarkies, uh, not the Hallmarkies podcast, but the Hallmarkies <laughs> in general are just a, a rabid fan base. And it's just uh-huh. been such a, a blast to watch. Uh, I, I love watching them on Twitter and stuff like that. Talk yeah. about movies and it's just, it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it in, in the TV movie world. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's a really fun group. I mean, unless they're killing off their favorite characters, that was the only time that things got a little. <laughs> yeah. A little rough. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Caroline. Sore subject. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, they did. They handled they handled Bailey's exit better than Dan's oh, exit. Yeah. That's all I have to say. They even handled Lori Laughlin's exit better than Dan's exit. That's true. <laughs> Listen, um, she she hasn't been killed off yet, but you just wait. <laughs> she just went to visit her mother. I guess. To visit her mother, but she's never coming back. Yeah, no, it's a long visit. Long. I I listen. I know that we don't need to get into this, but I think that she will be back. That's my prediction. To win calls the heart. Yeah, I, I do. It, it, mm. it, it, it's interesting because I know they have those friendships and Hallmark is all about loyalty. So uh, it will be, it will be, I could see it. I yeah. could see it, but yeah. I think it'll be a little while. I do think it'll be a little while. So it depends how long the show goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But anyway, so yeah, that that's the only time the fans got a little, Whoo. but, uh, but for the most part, they are just so sweet and, and uh supportive and uh we really try on our podcast to my goal is to be uh to give objective analysis Mm -hmm. of each each film or show that we watch i don't want to be somebody that's just parroting the company line i want to watch them and give critical analysis that's my goal is to give critical analysis to bring critical analysis to the hallmark discussion but i also think that you have to accept something for what it's trying to be totally and yeah. like i'm not i'm not watching and this is not an excuse but i'm not watching these films uh for uh, the same way that i watch an oscar bait movie mm-hmm. i i'm watching these just does it fulfill the goal of escapism female centric entertainment yeah that's what i'm looking for <laughs> yeah it's funny we watched um for our patreon community we watched falling in love the yeah. netflix film and it i it it was you know a little bit of a higher quality and there was something about that that took took it away from me like i wasn't as into it there's some like hallmark has somehow found this amazing balance of storytelling and uh, I, don't, I don't i can't even explain it storytelling cheesiness 
uh, feels they've made it all together in this, you know, $2 million budget movie. Um, And when you get uh, above that with the, with the quality for some, somehow, and I can't explain it, but somehow it loses it for me. There's something about Hallmark and the way that they're made and the way that they tell a story that is, that's perfect for what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they've, they've got it. They figured it out. Yeah. A lot of the times when I hear criticism of Hallmark movies, and I certainly give my fair share of criticism, but sometimes I feel like, you know, I feel like this person doesn't really understand what it is they're trying to do. This is the equivalent of a, of a Harlequin romance novel, squeaky clean, (laughs) you know, that in that there's a place (laughs) for that of something that's because there's no like hardly any soap operas anymore. There's hardly anything that's like designed as romantic escapism for women. Even in the theaters, there's so few romantic comedies these days. There's so few, just something that's just pleasurable for women. And I think, you know, you can look at something that's designed to be sort of pleasurable for men. There's a million things like that, but something like fast and the furious, let's just say those movies are so stupid but they're so fun they're just like full of masculine energy and that's fine and that's good but i think we also need it in the feminine side too yeah totally so Mm -hmm. that's what i think and and when you got christmas to the mix it's just oh forget about it hello perfect (laughs) perfect. Yeah. yeah yeah so Anyway, well, that's really great. Do you have, uh, I know you've talked about, or we talked about online that the Christmas choir is one of your all-time favorites. It is actually, mm-hmm. yeah. It's I, so good. It's, it's uh, a movie that I somehow I didn't see until I think like two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and it was one of those ones that was playing in the middle of the night as they do with their older movies. Uh-huh. And I was yeah. like, this movie is a jam. I'm it's loving really it. really good. Yeah. I- I think you guys should do that one. Okay. I mean, right. I'd be nervous about what Dan would think, but no. I feel like that one's solid. It hardly has any romance at all. And it's just this sweet story. Yeah, it is a sweet story. <laughs> True story uh, about uh, this, you know, this bad man of business becoming reformed and starting this choir. It's so, yeah. I'd be it. curious to know what he thinks. But Me too. Have you seen that one, Caroline? I have, and it's really good. Yeah, right? It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I tend to like the older Hallmark movies a little bit better. Maybe that's just because I have nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really love Trading Christmas. I love the Christmas Choir. I really like, uh, you know, some of those old. Yeah, I, I'm interested, like, you know, and I felt like the slate last year was worse than the slate before that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how much of that has to do with the number of movies that they're putting out and the mm-hmm. uh, how they're losing time with each movie and the, the amount of time and focus they're able to put on it. Yeah. And so I'll be interested. I'm also nervous about the amount of sequels we have this yeah. holiday season. Um, like I'm not a huge fan of the sequels. Um, I found like the Father Christmas trilogy excruciating. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. like, so like yeah, I Caroline worry. Caroline loves those. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> someone, someone, someone loves them because they kept making them. Uh, but yeah, I just worry. Like You're welcome. The, 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 the story of uh, girl and guy falling in love, like that's, I don't need to know what happens after yeah. that. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. The sequels are very dodgy in the world of Hallmark, at least most of the sequels i think in christmas 
except for maybe gift to remember too, which I trust yeah. over pain because yeah. he's a great writer. Um, but most of the sequels are more sort of spinoffy. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Christmas in Evergreen three is just in the same town. Right. Which I mean, who doesn't love Evergreen? So yeah, I'm down. That's right. I know. And, uh, and then uh, the um, sequel to Christmas and Angel Falls uh-huh. Uh-huh. is uh, I just actually just talked to the author uh, before this um, is uh, is going to be totally different characters except for Bo Bridges. Okay. So that's okay. basically like a spinoff. And then I feel like there's another one that I'm not remembering. Great. Oh, Christmas Graceland. Of, yeah. Christmas of Graceland too is in, has totally different characters. And yeah. Yeah, it does. You so, are right. Thank <laughs> you. So that hopefully, because that's the way romance novels are. When you read right. a romance novel series, usually it's like, it's like the cowboy trilogy or like the JL ranch, you know, and, and, and like each one will be about a different ranch person. Yeah. And usually like the original people will be just sort of minor characters in the yeah. second one. So that, that, so I'm glad they're kind of, kind of, a, in, 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 they're, they're involving that a little bit, but I, I I hope that it's a better slate than last year. I will agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Amen. Yeah. So, <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about this crazy fall harvest season. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they announce uh four, well, five movies, including the Good Witch, and and then and so I set up all my interviews and everything going on, and then all of a sudden they say we're cutting two of the movies and uh it, which i had interviews for <laughs> um and and when you say they said they're cutting two of the movies you mean they <laughs> cut two of the movies and didn't tell us <laughs> yeah that's right that's right yeah they're and, not happening yeah all of a sudden they're just gone it's bizarre and uh and then they're moving up uh they're they're airing two episodes of when hope calls instead i guess mm-hmm. uh, but so this has to be very bad news for when hope calls first of all would you agree caroline yeah when i when i first saw that i'm like uh oh not good yeah but and they they took away my two favorite movies i'm upset i am too a lot of people are especially because jesse schramm who i have who i've interviewed and i'm just sitting on this interview which is really good um and niall mater are pretty popular uh people like to Mm -hmm. cut that movie seemed very surprising to me i was too yeah i i just don't understand why they cut them like they have other days of fall (laughs) is like kind of a real season that that continues um like i just i don't like it's such an odd why not do a back-to-back air when hope calls before love yeah. under the Gold or whatever that would like, only yeah. help Lo- when hope calls if totally. you had if you had a now mater movie and everybody was watching it and then yeah it's so bizarre yeah. so i was like what do we do for this preview i don't know but i just decided to just preview them all there they'll air them sometime and we'll just whatever <laughs> i don't know that's what i decided to do uh so let's 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 get at it so uh the first one we're going to talk about is over the moon in love so this movie is stars jessica Laundes, hall star and wes brown who's very dreamy 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and it's directed by Christy Wheel Wolf, who's done some of our favorites uh, that we really enjoy her. And uh, it's actually written by Jessica Loundis. Wow, I didn't know that until right now as yeah. I'm looking at it. Wow. So that's pretty exciting. And uh, it's uh, the little plot is. With her matchmaking business on the verge of closing, Brooklyn finds herself in the unique position to be featured in a magazine, but has to set up the writer with her childhood friend, Devin, before doing so. So that's the summary. And I guess she actually also is going to be singing in it. There's her own Hmm. singing. Uh, (laughs) um, So, uh, so what are your thoughts about this one uh would you we'll give it how many leaves out of five uh is our preview so caroline how many leaves out of five do you think this is are your preview expectations 3.5 leaves okay. because i i love jessica and i love wes but like original songs make me nervous <laughs> so, <laughs> so that that's the only that's the only reason it's 3.5 what do you think uh, Brent? um okay two and a half and okay. let me explain i love west brown uh-huh. i am not a big jessica fan and i'm uh-huh. sorry um and i've heard her saying also not a fan <laughs> uh and i listen but i i'm gonna watch it um i love wes brown he can he can carry things he's i feel like he's had to carry a lot lately um but he can carry some things and so uh i i still think i'm gonna end up liking it but i'm just a little bit nervy about the whole music thing yeah i mean i i'm curious to see what jessica comes up with i do tend to like her a little bit better in in the as the BFF or mm-hmm. as the bad girl, I think that mm-hmm. she's a fun bad girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. And West Brown is super dreamy. It sounds a little boring to me. Yeah, the plot. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to give it three leaves. Right. So we'll see. Okay, next we have uh the other that the other one that is uh going to be released for sure we know is love fall and order so this movie i do have a special connection to because our very good friends over at the bubbly sesh are in this movie right i did know it yeah yes and so (laughs) i love aaron cahill who's the lead of this movie i think she is just so warm and so lovely and i i I really enjoyed last vermont christmas i'm like the only person yeah you are the only person i really liked it because i have (laughs) i have a bunch of sisters and so i just connected with the like sibling dynamic in it i thought it was funny the whole like fool the inspector and made me laugh and i enjoyed it and i i i really like her and and they pulled off the bubbly sesh girls a really fun little thing because i I, I, we'd been talking back and forth and because uh, it was filmed here in Utah, this movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so I was like, we should meet for dinner. We should talk. It'd be great. And so we were planning it and Aaron was like always with them somehow <laughs> when they were talking to me. So I was like, tell her I liked Last Vermont Christmas. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and so when we're eating dinner, me and the Bubby Sush girls, Shaw and Jax, uh, so <laughs> Shaw keeps looking at her phone and she's like, 
yeah, you know how it is with these interviews. Like setting up an interview is just so hard. I'm like, yeah, I know. They can be real divas, these people. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, and then Shaw, uh, I mean, Jack showed me this little video she had of Aaron saying, hey, Rachel, you know, so great that you like Last Vermont Christmas and, and thanks for supporting, whatever. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, that's so nice. And while I'm watching the video, in walks Aaron Cahill oh, into the no. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I like what that. A day. <laughs> yeah, it was such they did a great job. Those that girls. Was, yes. <laughs> very well done. It was such a fun surprise. And I've never I've I've very rarely had anybody I feel like I'm usually the one orchestrating that kind of thing, not not having anybody do think about doing something like that for me. So I was really touched and it was really fun. And well, I have Aaron on the line. Not really. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> uh so anyway so i do have some some uh i guess personal uh, i'm rooting for this movie on a personal level uh mm -hmm. because of that experience anyway uh so this stars aaron cahill and trevor donovan and it's directed by claire nieder poom which i love the fact the homework's getting these female directors it's amazing but <laughs> uh i want to like her because she's local <laughs> Uh -huh. um but i really really disliked her version of little women that she made last year that was released um. theatrically i really was not a fan and her recent hallmark movie in the key of love was the one that got bumped uh. and it wasn't great so yeah. i'm a little nervous about her being yeah. directed mm -hmm. that's fair <clears throat> but and the writer is brand new she's hardly she only has one other credit to her resume so. oh good for her yeah so yeah it could be awesome uh but you can't sort of count on it on that level does that make mm -hmm. sense but uh yeah the the mm -hmm. little summary it just says when claire goes home to save her dad's annual fall festival on her family's pumpkin farm sparks fly with an old rival the opposing lawyer she now faces in court so that sounds fun. Mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Trevor Donovan, he's he's done some fun stuff. So, uh, and it will be fun to see Sean Jacks and you know, <laughs> probably a small role, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Caroline, how many leaves would you give this one? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it four. Okay. I'm excited. I I like Aaron, and I like Trevor, and I'm excited for Jackson Saul. So. That's why mm -hmm. it's for. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I'm 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 anticipating good things. Um, it's a fall fest movie. I mean, come on. There's a pumpkin farm. Lots of fall words in the mm. synopsis, which I'm excited about. Uh, the name is awful, uh, but in like the best yeah. way. Love Fallen yeah, Order. Yeah. Come on. Uh, and yeah, the bubbly stuff. Come on. So I'm excited about. It. I'm gonna also give it. Uh, I'll give it four. Four out yeah. of five. As well. I think I'll do the same. I hate the poster. The poster is the worst, but, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I want to meet the person that does the Hallmark Channel posters. Their job is I know. the best. <laughs> I know. It's true. We need to interview them. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, person who does posters, call I'm us. Unsung heroes. Unsung heroes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, we're good. <laughs> Uh, all right. So then there's uh, the, one of the canceled ones is Love Under the Olive Tree. 
And this stars Ben Hollingsworth, who is this is his first Hallmark movie since 2015. So that's kind of exciting. And uh, and then Sean Roberts, who hasn't done one since 2016. And he's in one of my favorite of all time called Recipe for Love. Which mm-hmm. is so dreamy. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> and then Tori Anderson, who was in Return to Christmas Creek, which was not my favorite last year. I like that one. Yeah. I, it wasn't my favorite either. Yeah. Give me Return to Christmas Creek over last from on Christmas any day. <laughs> How dare you? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so this is director Peter DeLuise, who's a legend in Hallmark. He's done some great ones. And this writer, Samantha Herman, who I got to interview, and she did Mingle All the Way and um, Small Time Christmas last year. Oh, two of my faves. Yeah, right? So it has Can't a wait to watch this movie. That's <laughs> a lot going for it. And uh, so the summary is the prize of Sunset Valley's annual olive oil contest is a land parcel with disputed with with disputed ownership uh with feisty nicole and competitive jake face off they never expect sparks to fly they never do (laughs) and basically i think this is kind of like a similar to autumn in the vineyard with Mm -hmm. these sort of warring families and then the kids end up uh sort of romeo and juliet kind of uh romance uh story uh and so it sounds pretty fun to me uh what do you think caroline i'm excited about it like peter deloise like you said and all the people working on it it looks really cute and i'm really sad that it's not going to be airing on tv as of yet and i'm going to give it a 4.5 yeah i i agree with you i'm giving it a 4.5 i think uh the I think it sounds fun. Oh, I mean, why not? And I, I feel like it's an underdog at this point. Yeah, it's an underdog. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, here's the thing going against it for me. I fall asleep just reading Olive Oil Contest. <laughs> uh, so I'm a little bit nervous about that. But everything else sounds great. It's a 3.5 for Brand. Okay, good. Very good. Okay, last one is Country at Heart. And this stars Jesse Schramm, Niall Mater, and Lucas Bryant. And directed by Bradley Walsh, who has done a number of Hallmark movies, and written by Rick Garman, who's like a writing legend in Hallmark. So that's exciting. And uh, it's struggling country singer meets a Nashville songwriter in need of inspiration, teaming up to write a song. Their work gets complicated, but results in both a hit song and true love. And so Jesse has singing experience. She was actually on the show Nashville yes. for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Niall Mater does not. But according to Jesse in my interview, oh. he took to it pretty quickly. And he like learned to play the guitar for the role and really worked at it. And uh and then Lucas Bryant, who plays like the more seasoned, I think the more seasoned performer, uh, is uh is also had to learn how to like the guitar i guess for the role um but i love jesse i think she's great and i i don't know i like country music so i'm hopeful about this one uh i'm gonna give it 3.5 beliefs um, yeah what do you think Fran? okay um i uh, this has a few things going against it i'm not a big country music fan 
Mm-hmm. Um, when I see Niall, I just think about the Father Christmas trilogy and I get a little upset about it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I do love a good, a good, a good song. I love a good uh, songwriting movie. Um, so I'm going to give it a four. I'll I'll get I'll get over it and I'll end up liking it and I listen a country music movie without Kelly Pickler so it's an A-OK for brand (laughs) (laughs) what about you Caroline just like I'm I love Nile so 4.5 just the the 0.5 is for Nile alone (laughs) you know what brand the one that might win you over to Nile Mater is uh last year on Lifetime Christmas Pen Pals that was was so so good Christmas pen pals. Christmas pen pals. All right. That's, okay. It was really good. Um, so last, this is just to be Caroline. I'm going to be talking a little bit about the good witch uh, curse from a rose. How good is this witch? <laughs> so she is, <laughs> she's more, they call it intuitive, intuitive charms is basically, she's like never, a, mm-hmm. a, it's more like a, I don't know. How do you describe it? She's almost more like a, um, uh, a special, a charmed yeah. yoga teacher. Now, if I liked Sabrina yeah, the charmed. Teenage Witch, would I like this show? I think so. It, it's okay. kind of like a yes. It's it's like a charming version of the Gilmore Girls, kind of like a, as far a ch- as star- a charming yes. version yeah. of Gilmore. Have, I thought Gilmore Girls was charming. Well, Lorelai is well, not all that wow. charming let's be real um i love lorelei and <laughs> the mother-daughter relationship on the good witch is better than lorelei and Rory's okay hold on me. hold on so you guys are both saying that good witch is a better television program hold hold on i didn't say that i said I that it's a more charming as far as like pleasant sweet a sweeter version of Gilmore. Caroline, Rose. what are you saying? I, the the first part of the series, like seasons one through four, I wouldn't say it's better than the Gilmore Girls, but the last two seasons, I would say yes. Wow. If that makes any sense. It makes sense. I don't think I'm going to see through four subpar Gilmore <laughs> Girls seasons to get to the final two. I'm going to take your word for it. I do not think that the, the dialogue is not close. The dialogue in Gilmore okay. Girls is one yeah. of the one of the best. Yeah, that, that's ever. true. Yeah. And but as far yeah. as the, if you just want to watch something that's that has a similar vibe to it, as far as the Stars Hollow, that's the town of Middleton with sort of the nosy neighbor, I mean, the nosy mayor, everybody getting in each other's business, and you have a you have a mother and a daughter who are, you know, have various conflict, and um, it has enough similarities to make the comparison. Okay. But right. I, I don't know. <laughs> but... Anyway, it's definitely without a doubt my favorite show on Hallmark uh, because I just think it's the, I don't know, it's the funniest, uh, it's the wittiest, it's not boring, and it doesn't make me want to pull my hair out like Chesapeake Shores. That's so, <laughs> but anyway, so that's just it. But okay. all right. Yeah. So it depends on what you're looking for. Uh, so, this movie though cassie is this is a long summary but uh, i'm just gonna try to cover it really quick so cassie receives an unexpected visit from her college roommate autumn Devereaux, which i swear she has a billion <laughs> college roommates yeah like, 
how many people have we known over the years that have, oh, this is her friend from college. It's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Who harbors resentment toward Cassie over a past event. Cassie relies on magical instincts. See, that's what it basically is. It's not like magic, like a broom or anything. It's, sure. Yeah. To help Autumn through her unresolved feelings before she sabotages Middleton's celebration. Mm. plans a bonfire to honor the season and tries to ignore her husband's failure to recognize the anniversary of their engagement on Halloween night. Martha is the mayor and played by Catherine Disher and she's hilarious. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Bad luck seems to thwart Sam's attempt to plan a romantic Halloween for Cassie since it's their first as a married couple. I love a good romantic Halloween. Yeah. How can you not? I mean, come <laughs> on. Uh, despite the arrival of a mysterious good luck charm, and there's more good luck charms and magic curses and 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 stones and well, girls, you are not selling me this show very well. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> In Middleton, there's it's it's quite the town. But Donovan <laughs> makes a wager with Abigail over the Halloween themed triathlon he is racing against Sam, with the winner earning the rights to decide the couple's Halloween plans. Stephanie and Adam rally the town to break a pumpkin carving record held by Blairsville, which is the the, t the town that they hate, a rival. Meanwhile, George and Nick <laughs> search for Middleton's mythical sea monster as the bonfire <laughs> near... What? Wait, well, yes. what? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, wow. <laughs> Grandpa and, 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 and Nick. Uh, search for Middleton's mythical sea monster as the bonfire nears. Cassie works her magic to help Autumn overcome the past and take control of her. This family. does sound better than Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I'm never gonna live that down. It's not better than Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Same I, listen, vibe. that that synopsis was long enough. I feel like I've seen it. I'm, okay. I'm good. Okay, uh, Caroline, how many uh -huh. would you give this? Are you excited? Um, five. I'm excited. Yeah. The, the 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 one leaf is because it's all my birthday. Oh so, right! Yes. There you go. Happy early Happy birthday. birthday! Yeah. So I will also. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I will also give it five because I the idea of, May, of Mayor Martha planning a bonfire and being mad at her husband that sounds hilarious, and a lot of these other it things does. sound completely bonkers. So I'm in. And I'm giving it five mm -hmm. leaves for the sea yes. monster. Yes. 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 So good. Amen. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, real quick before uh, we uh, we go, so we have uh, coming up as far as the mysteries. How do you feel on the mysteries, Brian? Are you a fan or not? I'm I'm new to the mystery world. So up until uh -huh. uh, I think I watched my first mystery in in January of this year for the pop. Uh -huh. Um, and so I haven't seen all the series. Um, I like them. I I. It's tricky. I feel like they uh, are very oftentimes a little convoluted yeah. um, and not, not to its benefit in any way. <laughs> um, lots of red herrings. I, uh -huh. think, I, I don't know. I, I, I like them, but not nearly as much as I like love Hallmark Christmas yeah. movies, but yeah. I dig them. Okay. So we have coming up, uh, we have four different uh, series. Yes, I've seen two month. of them. Two of them I have not. So there's Mystery 101. There's yes. two of these. One of them just aired. Uh -huh. uh, and then, uh, uh, I, but I love the name of this one. Mystery 101 Dead Talk instead of yes. Ted Talk. That was perfect. Talk. 
I want to give it five crowns just for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then crossword mysteries, there's two. Mm-hmm. Posing murder and abracadaver. It's ah. <laughs> great. Abracadaver. Uh, and then uh, there's a new Ruby Herring mystery, Her Last Breath. Mm. Uh, and I, I want to give that one a good score just because I think Stephen Hussar is one of those handsome men to ever exist. Um, and then the matchmaker mysteries with Danica McKellar. Okay. Yeah. So out of these, which of these franchises are you most looking forward to out of the four? Okay. Um, I, I love Chris uh-huh. I, and I like Chris and Jill together. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I am most excited about Avra Cadaver. Yeah, the, um, the I the name is great, but also <laughs> we we talked to Brennan and he talked this one up pretty good. Oh. Um, and so because of that, I'm I'm gonna be in on the Avra Cadaver. Very good. Okay. Uh, what about you, Caroline? Which one are you most interested in? I'm excited to see Danica's matchmaker one, just because I wouldn't have picked her as a mystery yeah. person. Is this so her ex- first one? Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited okay. to see her play a, in a mystery role. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting because Danica Keller seems, uh, her roles, she usually is such a gentle spirit. So I like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. She's a dead body. She's going to be traumatized for a year. <laughs> what's going to happen? But, uh, but yeah, so I, I'm most, in, I think I just love dead talk so much. Mm-hmm. The Mystery 101 dead talk. And I do love, uh, we kind of joke on the podcast that Jill Wagner's my cousin. Okay. Because we both have the same last name. <laughs> yes. Why not? So, hey. uh, so I have to go with my cousins. Help with fans. So it's very exciting. You gotta love um, the cuss. Yes. And so last thing I just wanted to profile because it looked really fun to me is uh, on our uh, crossing to the other network to Lifetime. They mm. have a movie coming out on the 19th called Patsy and Loretta. And this is about the early careers of Patsy Cline and L- Loretta Lynn. And it stars Megan Hilty, uh, who's a Broadway vet, uh, as Patsy Cline and Jesse Mueller as Loretta Lynn. Mm. and uh brand you watched this little trailer what'd you think yeah i don't have a lot of uh experience with lifetime my lifetime experience goes as far as lifetime in court um <laughs> and so that's about all i got yeah. but this movie looks like uh, really good like yeah. i'm pr- pretty in on it and i might just watch it just because mm-hmm. uh i think it, it, it looks uh it looks like a good quality so mm-hmm. i'm in patsy mm-hmm. and loretta i'm in Mm-hmm. yeah I, I was really impressed too and they did a really good one on olivia newton john mm-hmm. uh earlier in the year because sometimes their bios can be not so great they had a terrible one on whitney houston a terrible one on britney mm-hmm. spears uh, so they have some awful ones but <laughs> but occasionally they have good ones too and i thought this looked pretty good and i like megan hilty a lot and uh so i don't what did you get to see it caroline I did, and I can't wait. I, yeah. I love. I grew up listening to country music, like '80s country music, and yeah. I'm really excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll cross over to Lifetime for it. <laughs> okay, good. That's very good. We'll All see right. Forgive you. Yeah. So I will give it five leaves. I'm very excited about it. I'll give five. 
Yeah. I'll give it uh, five acoustic guitars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very good. All right. Well, thanks so much. This was so much fun. Yes. And so let us know in the comment section or on Twitter, let us know how many leafs you would give these. And if you're really annoyed about the cancellations, let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? I think this is the right time for us to take to social media and yeah. tell Hallmark Channel, enough is enough with the scheduling thing. Yes. We have had it. So <laughs> listen, in a very nice way, tell them that if they don't bring these other movies back, we will not watch anymore. <laughs> we will riot. Yes. <laughs> we will riot. Boy, boycott. We will take to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be the three of us <laughs> against, the world. against the world <laughs> very good yes we have connections at this point it's very yes. exciting yeah <laughs> well thank you so much brian for coming on this was a blast uh, it was really fun to get to know you better and uh and talk about these silly movies uh, totally. so. Thanks so much for having me. And I give the Hallmarkies podcast five leaps. Oh, thank you. <laughs> right back at you. Thanks. Uh, so how can people follow your podcast and you guys on social media, all that fun stuff? Yeah, you can find us uh, deckthehallmark.com. We'll have links to all the ways that you can listen, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. And you can find us on the social media at Hallmark Podcast. Great. And Caroline, how can people follow you? On Twitter, it's at Mita Caroline R. Great. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes and YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So be sure to check that out. And follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod all over the place. And so we really appreciate your feedback. And thanks again, you guys. And we will we'll have to talk again soon. Love it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>